how to pivot your company when you absolutely need to. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What's happening? I am Eric J. Olson. You know, sometimes you have to bite the bullet and make an incredibly difficult decision to change your company. Now, I've done this at Array Digital. So Kevin and I, about four years ago, we had to completely change our business model. Now, if you back up five years, we had just merged companies. My company merged with his company and we formed Array Digital. We rebranded and we told the world what we were doing. Now, what we were doing for that first year is we were building mobile apps and they, they worked great and they looked amazing because Kevin's team was designers and my team was software developers. And we were busy. We were really busy that first year until we weren't busy. So for whatever reason, the work just kind of dried up. It took about three, four, five months to realize what was going on. But our software development projects were coming to a conclusion as all projects do. By definition, a project has a start date and an end date. So they were wrapping up and we were not getting a whole lot of bites on new software development projects, new mobile apps. So we had people that we were talking to. We had people that were saying, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going with you. But they weren't going with us. And so we saw, we projected that we were going to have a problem because we had a bench full of expensive software developers. And we didn't really have anything for them to do. And so as this kind of doomsday got a little bit closer, we realized, uh-oh, we got a problem. Now, this whole time, that whole first year, we were focused a lot on digital marketing. When we came together, we realized that we were doing projects and we wanted to have some sort of follow-on service. And the, the natural follow-on service for us was digital marketing. So we had hired a digital marketer. His name is Jake. He no longer works for us, but he was there in the very beginning. And so after these projects concluded, some of them would become digital marketing projects. And as a software person, I didn't know, I was not convinced that this digital marketing thing actually added value. I did not understand what he was doing. And so I spent that entire year studying digital marketing. I mean, I read everything that I could, every blog, every book I could get my hands on. I went to webinars, I searched the internet, I sat with him for hours upon hours, and I, I figured it out over the course of the year. And when I figured it out, I had realized, you know what? This is actually where the value is here because we could build something for them, which is cool. But the point of building something for them is that they get business. And there were too many times where we had built something for a client, given it to them, and then they did not market it. And as a company that had just invested three, six, 12 months into this client for their product, when they just said, eh, whatever, and they never did anything with it, it was incredibly deflating to us. And so we knew that we needed to help our clients. We knew that they needed help with marketing. So we had tiptoed into that even before Array Digital, but with Jake coming on board, now we had a guy. And so we had already been doing digital marketing. And when this, but we hadn't thought about only doing that. When this cash crunch projection was coming up, what I did is I took a look at all of our revenue sources and we had about four different revenue sources. Three of them were really just mobile apps and different parts of it. 
and then one of them was digital marketing. And going into the new year, I did an analysis where I said, okay, well, based on the context that we have in place right now, which of these four services, if any, are projected to be profitable by the end of the year and which ones will lose money? And what I realized very, very quickly was that based on the contracts that I had in place and the people that I had in place, all of the digital marketing, like all, all of the services besides digital marketing, I should say, all of the services, the three services besides digital marketing were going to lose money. We had to go out in the world, find new prospects, sign them up, do the work, collect the money. And in particular with mobile apps, we were going to have to go source $700,000 of new work that we didn't know at that time, like it wasn't identified. We were going to have to pitch the people, you know, court them, pitch them, sign them, do the work, collect the, the money just to break even. So, and when Kevin and I looked at that, we were like, oh my God. And that was just one of the three. So we had to do a whole lot of work in order to just break even and was just like deflating as hell. But then this other one, the fourth revenue source was digital marketing. That was projected to make a profit because we had recurring revenue and a pretty good profit margin. Not a lot of money, but really high percentage, relatively high. And so when I saw that, I'm like, Okay. All right. There's a lot of good things happening here. Marketers are generally inexpensive as compared to software developers. Software developers, they're in super high demand, still are several years later, and they cost a lot of money. But marketers are probably two thirds of the price. No, no, maybe yeah, two thirds to 50%, I would say, of the price of a software developer. So they're, they're not as expensive. So what we realized we needed to do Number one, again, we had studied this. I really actually, I knew that this was the valuable area and I enjoyed it. So we knew that we, that was kind of a place that we had a passion, but also that was a place that was going to frankly feed us into the future. And so we pivoted after some discussion and it wasn't much, frankly, once we had the numbers, we knew what we needed to do. We pivoted, but we also realized that the most risky thing for us to do was to do nothing and just hope that something turned around, that just hope that some new clients came to us with mobile apps. That was the riskiest thing to do. And didn't we didn't let our people go, right? Like these expensive software developers, we just hoped for the best. And I think that's what a lot of companies do. They say, well, we're just a software development company. We build mobile apps and that's just what we do. And if you know we can't find work, we're just gonna get smaller. We didn't wanna do that. So we pivoted to be exclusively digital marketing and we put the word out to the world that we had done that, that we were digital marketing. And guess what? Digital marketing work came to us. There was a lot of it to be had and we flourished. We hired more marketers and we talked to our software guys and we told them what was going on. We were very transparent. A lot of them rolled off uh, pretty quickly. One of them, Bruce stuck around until the end. And, uh, and I appreciate him so much for that. So he helped us transition and, um, and for that, we, we helped him transition onto one of our client's projects that needed software development. And he started his own company. It was a win, win, win for us, for Bruce and for our client. So by being transparent, we were able to do this and by getting the message out over and over and over again to our, our clients and our prospects, we were able to get more work. So look, when you think that you need to pivot, you know, think about this story. 
I thought something was going on at first. Then I looked at the data and then I made a conclusion and then we committed to that course of action completely. So if you feel like something's going on in your business that is gonna require a pivot, think of an exit plan from the business that you're in. I'm not saying like, think about like going and getting a job, you know, but think about what you can do different in your business, just a slight tweak or a pivot, and then get the data. And once you have it and you're sure, commit. What you do not want to do is think about it for too long. And by too long, I mean a month, six months, or a couple of years. If you're going to do it, you better get on with it because the clock is ticking. So if you're going to pivot, good luck. Look, it's, it is scary. I'll be honest. I was scared of shit. Kevin was scared of shit. This is our livelihood and everything we had worked for up to that point. But once again, to reiterate what I said before, we knew that the riskiest thing was not our plan, but the plan to do nothing. If you like this podcast and you know a lawyer who wants to grow their law firm practice, tell them to check out ArrayLaw.com. Array Digital exclusively serves managing partners who want to aggressively grow their law firm. ArrayLaw.com.